So, we've just finished 2023, and we're starting 2024. So today, in some ways, is a bit of a time to reflect. And I know I'm normally really rubbish at that. I kind of think, I must get round to doing that. And I get to about June and think, never actually did that, did I? So I kind of have done a bit of that this year. And I'm encouraging you guys as well. Um, I was given literally a free reign in what I talked about this morning. Um, and as I was praying about that earlier in the month, um, something I just heard, a passing comment on a, a podcast talking about God's faithfulness. And I thought, yes, that's what I want to talk about. That's what is really important as we come to looking back, as we come to looking forwards. Actually, what is God's faithfulness? And I just contacted Ben earlier in the week and I said, just this is what I'm looking at. I hadn't sorted out what I was looking at at all at that point other than just God's faithfulness. And I I suggested the song that we've just sung or another one. Um, And Ben's just put together songs that actually have picked out various different bits of what I'm talking about this morning without knowing any more than that, which is really lovely to know. God's been speaking into that as we've been working. Now, for those that really know me well, they'll know that actually I don't do poetry. Um, It doesn't touch me. I don't understand it. It's a mystery to me. And therefore, that great chunk of the Bible called the Psalms tends to be a huge chunk of mystery and I don't get. So it will also come as a surprise to find I've picked three passages which are poetic this morning. Um, And I think some of that is that something like faithfulness, it's very difficult to put into normal words, what I would think of as normal words. I know those that love poetry think poetry is normal words, but yeah, like I say, I don't tend to get it. But I think faithfulness really comes out well in that kind of thing. And I'm not going to read the whole of these three passages, I'm just going to pick out bits, but all of these bits were written in times of real difficulty. And these were times when actually the people that are writing are feeling like everything is rubbish. Um, And in the case of the Lamentations one, absolutely spectacularly rubbish because the whole nation's about to be overthrown. Um, And we don't know the exact context, but of course what that means is that we can say actually when our times are rubbish, these passages are still relevant. But... All of these passages, we see that the writer is trusting in the faithfulness of God despite the appearances at the time. And I think that's what's really lovely about them. So Psalm 36, verse 5. Your love, Lord, reaches to the heavens, your faithfulness to the skies. We just can't escape it. Your righteousness is like the highest mountains, your justice like the great deep. You, Lord, preserve both people and animals. How priceless is your unfailing love, O God. That was probably written by David. Lamentations 3 starts in verse 19. I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. I well remember them and my soul is downcast within me. Yet this I call to mind and therefore... I have hope because of the Lord's great love. We are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. 
I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. At this point in time when this was written, there really was not any evidence of God's goodness or favour. But the writer, probably Jeremiah, actually trusted in God's faithfulness and his mercy and compassion, despite what things looked like at the time. The third passage is Psalm 86. Teach me your way, Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. I will praise you, Lord my God, with all my heart. I will glorify your name forever. For great is your love toward me. You had delivered me from the depths, from the realm of the dead. Arrogant foes are attacking me, O God. Ruthless people are trying to kill me. They have no regard for you. But, this is one of those amazing buts that we see in scripture. But you, Lord are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. Turn to me and have mercy on me. Show your strength in behalf of your servant. Save me because I serve you just as my mother did. We see that sort of evil looks like it's winning. We see that things look really tough. Things are not going well. But these writers are saying, but God... I know your faithfulness is there and I am going to trust in that. I am going to hope because your faithfulness is there. And I think, you know, these are all looking at the character of God and God's faithfulness to hold on to, to bring that hope. Psalm 86, 11, which I read already, it says, teach me your way, Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. We still sing songs of God's faithfulness, exactly the same as the psalmists did. And bizarrely, despite not getting on with poetry, I get on very well once it's put to music, so go figure. Um, So we just sang, great your faithfulness, O God my Father, O God my friend. Your love, it never fades, and so I'll love you till the end. When shadows fall... You never fade. You never change, sorry. From age to age, you never change. Great is your faithfulness. Through the years, you've always been there. So even when it hasn't looked like it, God has been there. Even when times are tough, God has been there. Great is your love for us. Through the years, you will always be there. And I think that's why this is so lovely to stand on the turning of the year and go, yes, God, you have been there through last year and God, you will be there through next year. doesn't matter what's gone on. God is faithful. God has been there. God will be there. The second verse also goes on in the same way. I'm going to skip that. But there was another song that I suggested that was either or to Ben. And it was one that in my extended family has meant a lot. Um, down through the years, through the generations, of great is thy faithfulness. O oh God, my Father, there is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever wilt be. Great is thy faithfulness. 
I sang that at my grandparents' diamond wedding celebrations. We sang it at both their funerals. Um, it's been something they have held on to. It's something that has been true for them, for my parents' generation, for my generation, and I'm now seeing it true in my kids. Great is thy faithfulness. And it's not about good times. We're not talking about when things work out well. And God is faithful when things are going well. Don't, don't get me wrong. But God is faithful when things are not going well too. And I think sometimes we, we just want to see it as being, are things good for us at the moment? And we then say, look, God is being faithful. Things are going well. But actually, God's faithfulness is not about me. God's faithfulness is not about you. It's not about our lives. God's faithfulness is about the faithfulness of God. This is his character. This is who he is. God is faithful. Are we going to stand on that truth? Are we going to stand on that promise of God's faithfulness for us? It's about the character of God. It's about the unchanging nature of his character. We can rely on God's character. He is faithful. God is trustworthy. God is love. God doesn't change with our moods. God doesn't change with our circumstances. When times are good, God is faithful. When times are bad, God is faithful. The writer of the Psalms and the writer of Lamentations, they knew this. People change, but God doesn't. Our understanding of God might change. We might suddenly go, actually now I see that God is faithful. But that doesn't change the fact that God has always been and always will be faithful. And, you know, I kind of tried to think, okay, so what are the, the sort of images that we can hold on to, to to understand what God's faithfulness is like? So one of them is faithfulness of God is like a rock. We can stand on that rock. That rock is not going anywhere. And they might have squishy mud over the top of this rock. We might feel like we're sliding and slipping a bit, but actually God's faithfulness is still there. It's still solid, still there. We can't fall down lower than that rock. This is a picture of Burrington Coombe. Um, and many will know it's not far away from here. And it's called the Rock of Ages. In the 1700s, um, a guy with the wonderful name of the Reverend Top Lady um, wrote the hymn Rock of Ages, having sheltered in that crack from a huge storm and realising that actually... God shelters us through the storms. He doesn't always take away the storm, but he shelters us through the storm. He provides a safe place for us in the storm. And I think that really shows, that picture shows God's unchanging nature. That is something we can rely on. That rock, I mean, that's what, 300, approaching 400 years ago, you know, it's, it's a long time that rock has been there being called the rock of ages. 
and that wasn't a new rock then. And another image that came to my mind was, and I, I appreciate that for some people this might not be a good image, but we also know what a good picture of a parent surrounding and holding a child should be. And actually, if we fall over as a child, we run to our parents' arms, we run to a safe adult's arms, and we're held. Our knee might still be bleeding, but we feel safe. We know that actually that person is there for us. And when we're under attack, we can feel like actually everything's going on around us, but actually there is that nurturing, loving nature of God that will surround us. That is also a good picture of God's faithfulness. It's something to hold on to in the storms of life. And the reason that on the PowerPoint I've used a rainbow is because actually a rainbow was given to remind us of God's promises. And that is unchanging. I love rainbows. I think this picture was taken from the window of my surgery one day at work. Um, but I've got lots of photos of rainbows because I think they're just lovely. Because they remind me of God's promises. They remind me of his faithfulness. That unchanging nature. It's a bit prettier than Burrington Coombe. So I think there is a, a real security as we stand on that faithfulness and as we look into the next year. You know, we don't know what 2024 has got for us. I could have stood here on New Year's Eve 2019 and we'd have gone, I don't know what's coming up. I don't know what's going on. And we'd have thought, well, more of the same. We'd have been wrong. <laughs> um, but we don't know for each individual one of us it might be the best year ever. It might be the worst year ever. But actually, as we're standing here looking into that, we can know that God is faithful. We can know that no matter what this next year brings us, we can walk with God. We've got that rock to stand on and we've got those arms to hold us tight. So... There's some questions on the screen. I'm literally going to give a minute or two to just think quietly. As I personally, as you personally, look into next year, do I have faith in the faithfulness of God? Do I trust that God is still good and loves me, no matter what? Do I know that God has been with me thus far, even if I've not felt it? Do I know that God is good and is with me? So I'm just going to give a couple of minutes just till we get to half past. Um, I've got a few more things to say before Ben's going to come back and lead us in worship. But I think too often as a preacher, it's easy to ask questions and not give time to think. So.
the PowerPoint for this will be on the EBI website, so if you want to see the questions again, they'll be there. Um, probably not until tomorrow, but or later, but they will be there at some point. Um, so coming back to a more comfortable part of the Bible from my point of view. It's not poetry. Um, in John 6, we see Jesus feeding thousands of people. We see him walking on water. And then later in the same chapter, when Jesus starts to say things that are a bit harder, that are not promising good times, that are not promising food, it says, from this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. You do not want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked the twelve. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and to know that you are the Holy One of God. And they knew no matter how hard things were, and they didn't know what was coming next. They didn't know that they would face the crucifixion watching Jesus. But no matter how hard it was, they still had only one place they could find life. And I think we sometimes think, oh yes, they faced all that really tough times. But Peter walked on water. That was the good times too. You know, it, it wasn't just all tough. It was great, amazing stuff. This is living life with the God of the universe. And, you know, I'm going to get personal here, but this is one of those verses that actually I've held on to for years because I think it expresses what I think about God too. There is nowhere else I could go. If I walk away from Jesus, I have got nothing. I am prepared to stand on God's faithfulness because this is where life is. This is where we see a real change. This is where we see God working. And that's where I want to live my life. That's where I want, well, I'd love everybody to live their life, but we've all got to make those own choices. You know, and I think there is something amazing about trusting in the faithfulness of God. We don't know if things are going to be really tough. We don't know if things are going to be completely cloud nine. Let's walk on it. But we are walking with the God of the universe who loves us and who is faithful and who doesn't change. And so, again, like I say, I often think I'm going to do it at the beginning of the year, and I never do. So this year, which will make Steve really happy because I know it's the kind of thing that Steve really likes, I have actually said I am going to hold on to a verse and I'm going to think about it and pray about it through the year. And it's the one I've read twice already. Psalm 86, verse 11. Teach me your way, Lord, that I might rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. That's what I want to go into this next year. I have learnt so much about God over the years. 
I have walked with him for 40 something years. And yet, actually, I still want to learn his ways more. I want to know him more. I want to rely on God's faithfulness more. I want to have that undivided heart that is focused on God and God alone. So I'm going to pray as we close and then I'll hand back to Ben. Lord, we thank you that you have been faithful. You have been faithful always. Lord, help us to see that. Help us to understand that your faithfulness is not about us. It's not about how our lives are looking. Your faithfulness is who you are. You are faithful. And we can rely on that. Lord, as we go into the next year, help us to see where we can put our trust in you, where we can put our hope in you. That, Lord, we would see you, we would know you, and we would stand on your faithfulness with that undivided heart. Amen.